this is Top Quality Faith Ministries podcast, a multicultural global church mandated by God the Father to love and to serve as an instrument of the body of Christ. This is the house where God builds top quality faith in his people. Wherever you are listening from, we pray that you are blessed by today's message. You guys. This call is being recorded. So I was looking for uh, Paul or Brandon. I'm here. I'm here. I don't know who that was. Okay. Uh, Will the two of you pray us in? Sure. Don't matter who starts first. Go for it, Paul. Father God, we come to you tonight with with an open heart and a desire to receive your teaching, your love, your mercy, and your grace. We pray, Father God, that you let our hearts and mind be in accordance to your word. We thank you for this week. We thank you for all the challenges and the blessings that you have bestowed upon us and let us let us rejoice in that in receiving your your teaching tonight in Jesus name I pray amen amen okay so Proverbs 8 I don't know how many of you Psalms guys have Proverbs. Proverbs 8. You said Psalms Excuse or me, Proverbs? Psalms, Psalms or Proverbs. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I, I think I, hold on. Let me make sure I got it right. Y'all making me second guess myself. <laughs> Three, <laughs> two, on. one. No. Proverbs 8. Not Psalms. Proverbs 8. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. Doing it? Oh, okay. This is a good one. Oh, okay. Wow. I don't even know how to begin, but uh, uh, so I'm just going to start based on what uh, I'll start with based on my lack of knowledge. Okay, and I think this is the best way to open to get you guys to see where he's going, but to really understand my lack of knowledge. Um, But he brought me into a place of knowledge. So I, I praise God for bringing me into the place of knowledge. So years, I would read this particular scripture. And I would always talk about this woman, like this woman, this woman, you know, and I'm trying to understand how she fits into creation and everything as such. And it, you know, it would, it would, how would I say, it would cause me to try to search this particular individual out, assuming this was somebody I needed to search out because I was misinterpreting and misunderstanding the scripture itself. Uh, But even as I began to look at Proverbs, and I know uh, Prophet can basically say that because 
uh, there's a series of, uh, uh, in the first eight chapters, uh, there's conversations that's going back and forth, and it's basically choices that mankind needs to make, okay? But I'm not going there. I really want to focus on Proverbs 8. And so I spent so many uh, years assuming that I'm chasing after this woman and to find out that's not what I'm chasing after. And so as the Holy Spirit was talking to me today, he was making absolutely sure that I really understood what I was looking at. And so uh, we're going to walk through this. And I really want you guys to walk through this with me. But I want to make sure before we get to where we need to go, the Lord reminded me how he brought me into a place of understanding. He reminded me of when he was baptized by John the Baptist. And as being baptized by John the Baptist, what was said, you guys? When he came up out of the water, what was said? This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased with. What did he say? What's the last word for that? Which I am well pleased with. Yeah, but he said something else. Beloved. Huh? My beloved son. Okay, I'm still looking for something else, he said. Prophet, you can't answer that. Oh, I'm not going to. <laughs> Somebody can look it up. What did he say, you guys? So Brandon got the beginning. Precious got a, a portion of it. But there's still something I really need from you guys. Anybody got it? Come on, you guys. Yeah, you're talking about um, where it says that heaven was open, and you saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and aligning. Yes. And then what happened? What did he say? And a voice from heaven said, this is my son, whom okay. I love. With him, I am well pleased. And then what did it say? Oh, it goes into the next chapter. There's incidents where, where the Bible says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, but he also tells us to listen to him. The most important thing is for us to listen to him, to really listen and understand the things in which he is readily speaking to us. And this is what he was talking to me this morning. He was literally trying to make sure that I do take the time to be attentive to his words. As he speaks, we need to pay attention 
and not only pay attention, but really begin to take in and digest the words in which he's speaking. Lord said to me to say to you guys that we have made him to be complicated and he is most simple. He said for me to say it again, we all have made him to be very complicated, but he is very simple. And so to help us get to where the Lord wants to take us, precious my reader. Yes. Are you ready for me to read Proverbs 8? Let me, uh, Lord, do I? Prophet. Any foundation you want to lay before we go further? No, 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 this is fine. Perfect. The way, the way you say Okay. It. Okay. And so, Precious, if you, I would say, read the first five verses and stop. Okay. So I'm reading from Proverbs 8, and the title of this is called Wisdom's Call. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way, where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Beside the gate leading into the city, at the entrance, she cries out, To you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, set your hearts on it. And so, in looking at the first few verses, let's start with the first one. Can you read the first one again? Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? And so as I was listening to the spirit of the Lord, he was literally making sure that I truly understand that he calls out to us. He's constantly looking for us to hear him. And to hear him is to understand what we're listening to. And, and he took something simple for me just to understand. And he said, I really want you to take the time to listen to it. And, and, and it was the simple thing that all of us know. Mary had a little lamb that sleep with by the snow. And everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go, right? When you listen to that, what are you listening to? <laughs> I'm just listening to the beat. I'm not listening to the 
That's so funny, huh? Why would he use something simple as that? He said a lot of times mm-hmm. we're not listening, even though it's something that you've heard for a long time, but you didn't listen to it. Mm-hmm. Anybody figured it out? So as he was showing me, he said, one thing I want you to pay attention to the lamb following her everywhere she mm-hmm. went. And then he said, I want you to not only pay attention to the lamb following her, but what did it do? It mimicked the things she did. And the color. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then he went on to say to me, many times my word is given to you. Because you've heard it over and over, you stop listening to it. Did you guys get that? Yes. Because the word is being given to you every day, simple, simple terms, and it's being shared. It doesn't sound all the time like scriptures. Hopefully you guys understand that. But it's, it's, put in a way that each of us is able to take it in and digest it. So how God speaks to me is not necessarily how God speaks to you, but yet he's constantly speaking. So he's trying to say that wherever we go, we hear his word, but we're not paying attention, but he's throwing it out there by other people speaking and other people doing it. But if we would listen, we would hear mm-hmm. that it's him speaking to us. He sends these people to say these things. And if we took the time to really listen, we could hear hear his voice or his word talking to us. Right? True. True. Poppy, want to share anything? Um, real brief. Um, most of the time, when when the Lord is speaking, I hear it in my voice. And sometimes I'll be going, why am I thinking that when it's not me at all? It's him. Uh, and it cap- it captivates me. And then I, I repeat it back out loud. So he'll use your voice, or he does with me. Um, and it'll always seem like I said, where'd that thought come from? But he's in constant, he's in uh, constant communication with me. And I just happen to say, why did I think that? And then I go, oh no, that wasn't me. But yeah, he'll speak to us in our voice or a, a familiar voice or one that'll capture us at that moment or moments. Uh-huh. Um, he'll even use, and because I drive the freeway a lot, he'll even use a sign to and it'll catch us just right and it will go oh and then the lord will speak so he has many ways of getting to us if we want to make ourselves available to him all the time 
I think the best way I can get you guys to understand, and sometimes he repeats himself over and over and over until you get it. Or better yet, until he gets you to respond to it. Uh And so he's been saying to me, trust me. And, And I've been saying, okay, Lord, you say this to me so often that I not understand why you're constantly repeating this. But even as I said that to him, I said, I need to know if this trust is for right at this moment, this trust is for something future that's coming, or this is just a blanket that you're wrapping around me in order for me to stay in that place where I am with you. And when I said that to him, The first thing he said to me, when I say trust to you, I want you to begin to pay attention to the things in which I'm readily speaking. Hopefully you guys get that. And Prophet said how he speaks, how he moves. And how he moves in each one of us is different. He also speaks in the way we interpret scriptures. Hopefully you guys got that. So how I interpret something is the way the Lord is going to speak to me as well. Some people, he may call scriptures to pop up. And that's the way he speaks to that individual. Others, it may be in your daily interaction, even as you're interacting with other people, he's speaking. I give you guys an example. I was on the phone this morning talking to someone, and that person was having a conversation with someone in a store. And this particular person began to talk about, you know, how she was cold, uh, talked about some other things, and then began to talk about losing someone or whatever the case may be. And that was God's way of having a conversation with that other person who was uh, who who the person was talking to. But that was God's way of just interjecting in the conversation, and they both of them ended with praise God. But God is constantly speaking. And so as he began to show me this, he began to show me where we're missing him. Because we want him to say it in a way that we don't even get it ourselves. Have you asked God to repeat something and you wasn't even listening? Better yet, I don't know if you guys ever encountered this, have you ever heard your spirit man singing a song and you didn't know the lyrics, but yet your spirit knew it? Prophet, you know about that, right? Yes, yes. In fact, that happened to me yesterday. 
how could that be that that the spirit man was able to recall something that you couldn't? Or would I say it like this, that flesh couldn't understand? Okay, so let's let's go a little bit further in the scripture before. I think it's verse two. I don't know where you're at. Yeah, it's verse two. Um, at the highest point along the way where the paths meet, she takes her stand. So at the highest point where the paths meet, whose path is meeting? Guys, whose path is meeting? At the highest point where the paths meet, whose path is meeting? I, I probably only have two people on the phone because nobody's talking. Blessing <laughs> <laughs> God. You guys making this harder. Blessing <laughs> God. So, so what's the highest point? What does that look like, you guys? What's the highest point, Prophet? It's where we meet meet with God. He simply that's where He wants us to meet Him. Mm-hmm. It's heart to heart. When the heart is in sync, you guys, when we're really paying attention to what's going on throughout our day. He said not only paying attention, he said the places where you're open for the exchange and the spirit. where you and your Lord come together and in that place he's able to impart in you it's a place where he calls you to understand the most intimate things not only about him but about you If you can read three. I had a question, though, still from two. Go ahead. Um, 
pastor, if you you or Prophet Andre could um, break down, she takes her stand because before that it says where the paths meet, and then comma she takes her stand. So, what does that look like? Think of um, hey, think of being in a grocery store, and uh-huh. you pick up your groceries and you have your shopping cart. And so you get in line to pay for them. Well, think of the cashier as wisdom and the things that you purchased, you're bringing them before wisdom and you and wisdom are going to have an exchange. And you and that's going to be your, that's the path that you're doing for today's shopping. Uh-huh. And so wisdom is there to meet you at the path of where you are shopping or bringing these goods to be checked out. And that's what God does. And if I may say this, Pastor, because you guys who are on the line, I don't know if you guys ever heard this term, but our Heavenly Father is a face-to-face God. He wants us to face him, to hear him, to see him, to behold him. He is a face-to-face God. This is just one of the many chapters in the Bible where God says, come to me. Come to me. Jesus even said that. Come to me, all ye that labor. Yes, I did. Thank you. Pastor, could I also add it says that she takes a stand the way that the Shuttlemite woman took a stand with the prophet that has spoken the word about her son. And when her son died, she found the prophet. And she said, I believe this word. I take my stand that my son was not supposed to die. And when she talked to Elijah, I, I trust that whatever this, whatever had happened, my son's not supposed to die. She went further out to actually seek the prophet to actually speak to him and to trust his word to make sure that he's able to do something or God is able to do something. I think that also means to take the stand at the highest level, like your word is final, your word is true, I take a stand to it, and even though I feel this way, I'm still taking it to you. That's what I always think about, like what is the highest level that I can take a stand in something no matter what I go through. I don't know if that also makes sense. Very well. Very well. That was really good. Yeah, the Lord told me to say very well, son. But there's many scriptures within the Bible where individuals have taken their stand. I think uh, the last time we were in the presence of prophets, he spoke of a woman who took her stand. Who was that, you guys? That was the woman at the well. Um, can't think of her name right now, but yeah. That's yeah, St. Potini, uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not only did she take her stand, but what she heard as a result of her taking her stand, changed not only her life, but changed the life of many. She heard him. 
and the Lord was showing me even her being one that heard, but he's also basically saying, even when you hear him speak, he shows me the woman with the issue of blood. She heard about him through another. And what that individual spoke into her caused her to take a stand. And you see it throughout the Bible. Holy Spirit says to me that's here with you guys that he has given all of you guys great wisdom. He said, but you must activate the information in which he's giving you. And to activate that is to stand in faith. Not wavering, but stand in faith. And so as the Holy Spirit began to speak to me, I want to take you guys back because he said, this is my beloved son, listen to him. And as he would begin to show me this particular scripture, he also reminded me that Jesus said that he did nothing without the father, that the father was always at work behind the scenes, ensuring that every single thing that he did while he was on earth, that he was following the instructions of the Father. And so as he began to show me this, he made absolutely sure that I understood that I'm supposed to be following the instructions, actively listening, not just listening when I find it necessary for me to listen, but to listen when I don't find it necessary to listen. You guys understand what I'm saying, find it necessary. If I'm in a jam, if I really feel like I need an answer or whatever, I'm actively listening, but it should be something that I'm doing daily. Mm -hmm. And even as I'm listening, I cannot make it complicated. And that's where he was basically saying to me that we make it so complicated and things are simple. And this scripture really pulls out the simplicity, but also how simple things are. I think some of us get hung up with, oh, I don't want to be corrected, but correction is love. So I don't necessarily want to hear God because I don't want to be corrected, but I don't think correction is truly how would I say, something that he beats us with, he, he helps us into that place gently. And so I'd rather hear, no, 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 don't do this, than to walk forward and do something and then have to come back and be told, hey, you could have avoided it. He said, again, take them further. Okay. Just checking in. Is everybody still following? 
Yeah. There's nobody on this phone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> kind of, I do. <laughs> hey, Pastor, um, if I may interject this real quick, I got thrown off, but Jesus was told, uh, well, they were told by the disciples when Jesus was actually talking to Moses and Elijah, and that's when God told his uh, disciples, this is who my, my beloved son, who I'm well pleased with, listen to him. Yes, but I believe in other other areas in the scripture, he tells us to listen as well. Because when he gave me that, he showed me other areas where he's telling them to uh, uh, pay attention to what he's saying. Correct me if I'm wrong, prophet. No, you're correct. That's why we have, that's why there's gospels. There's more than one of them, different viewpoints. And by the way, translations do that too. Okay, I was trying to look for the reference uh, in the beginning when you mentioned that when he got out of the water and he was baptized. Remember, there's a portion where heaven opened? Yeah. And I, think Pastor, uh, I think Pastor was referencing Matthew 17, 5. It says the same language as the other scripture I was reading, but that one says, hear ye him, but it was um, when the bright cloud overshadowed him. But it's the same language that she was referencing, which is, this is my beloved son and who I'm well pleased, hear ye him. Matthew 17, verse 5. Yeah, oh, Thank correct. You. That's correct. I was under the impression you said when he came, when he was talking to John. I got it. Okay, can we go a little bit further in the scripture? Verse 3? Yes. Beside the gate leading into the city at the entrance, she cries aloud. To you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. So he's calling out to creation. To all mankind. But even if you pay attention to that, I just count it four times. She's either calling out or crying out. So there's, I, I feel like there's something even in that. I don't know if anyone else has caught that. And verse one, with some cries. Mm -hmm. And understanding put forth her voice. She stands at the top of the place. By the way of the places of the path, she crieth at the gate. And at the entrance of the city. At the coming in at the doors. She's calling. Praise. Okay. Prophet, you always know. You know how you say this door, that door, this door. Complete yeah. understanding of yours. Okay. So she's well, crying out here. 
but okay, she's crying you... out and then she calls out. Those are two different things mm -hmm. too. But look, look at how Solomon, which is the Holy Spirit, how verse three is formulated. She's crying and then at the, and then it says gates. And then mm -hmm. it says at the, look at the sequence. At the, at the, at the, at the. That means something. That means you got to really stop and look. Mm -hmm. In the Hebrew, when you see repetition, whether it's one verse or the whole chapter, you've got to stop and set your stakes down and go, okay, God, okay, God. So <laughs> look at that. At the gate. Yeah. At the entry. Mm -hmm. At the coming in. At the doors. Mm -hmm. Referencing this verse is referring to man or the, the structure of man. This is referring to the structure of man. Man has been put on this earth to be the gateway for God's glory to flow through, not flow in, flow through. So the gates is referring to the, uh, the actual will of the Father. What is going to be released today? The gates. At the entry of the city, his family. So we have God's will to come through man. First place is his family. Then coming in at the doors, coming into society or the world the general world. And all that is because wisdom is crying out that mankind be, be shown the glory, the splendor, and the majesty of our Heavenly Father or Creator. He's sleeping, snoring. calling in the hole. You better stay up. What? Hey, somebody's talking. <laughs> I know. Regina. Sorry. You talking to Kiva? Remember Psalms 24 says, lift up your heads, O ye gates. It's referring mm -hmm. to right. us, the people of God. That's why I can say what I said. Proverbs follow, the, the writer of Proverbs, of course, is God, the Holy Spirit. And the writer of Psalms is God, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so he's telling us in verse 3 that we, the people of God, are the gates. Automatic. That's why Satan wants to destroy everything around us because he wants to destroy the gateway entry or the mm -hmm. glory of God coming into the earth. So wisdom is showing us the order of God. Mm. Wow. Because the verse is that. very deep. The verse is deep, but I'm not going that far. I won't go that far in it. But yeah, this is how God looks at things. Verse three. 
And and scripture talks about the gateway to your heart too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. He even tells you to guard it. Yes. And what does that really mean? Because I hear that often, you know, to really guard your heart, but my my reference of it clearly must be different. So I'm I'm hoping we can get some understanding of what that means. It makes reference to the issues of life. Mm -hmm. And the issues of life is everything that we're dealing with today. Let's look at the issues of life. What is the issue of life that we're facing today? Mm -hmm. And so if I was to look at the issues of life that I'm facing today, I can't be moved or shaken by the things in which that's going on in these gateways. Uh, but do you want to say it another way? No, I like the way I like that way. That that that's exactly what it is. Can I? Um. So there's a scripture said that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And remember that we speak life with our mouth. And then if our heart is not protected, the things that's in our heart, we speak, speak out and it manifests becoming uh, ungodly or godly, depending on what's in your heart. So it ties into our belief system and, and, and faith. So that's why we have to guard our heart and watch what's coming in and coming out. Thanks, Billy. He just spoke to me and said, all of us being instruments. And being instruments, we can be used the wrong way. And so we need to make absolutely sure that we're paying attention to really everything that's going on around us. Prophet, oh could you also God. hold on, hold on before you go somewhere. Prophet, I have to ask you a question. Oh yes. Holy Spirit just said to me, You are in charge of the earth. Yeah. And so your job is to pay attention to what happens. Your job is to protect it while you're here. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's what this sequence, okay, that's what the sequence in verse three is. Okay, yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to say yes. Yes, if we really. And so, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 go. No, go. I got to stop because I'm. No, you go first. Go you go first and then I'll go. Go, go. <laughs> no, I was just going to say. You see how the Bible literally is intertwined, meaning scripture, 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 scripture. 
if God starts out telling us, uh, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it. If he says that in chapter one, we're going to see elements of that out of chapter one, Genesis, throughout scripture. It doesn't matter which book. And almost, and it really doesn't matter which translation because the Holy Spirit will keep us clear of, of all that. So, yes, he put us in charge of this planet, cut and dry. And so our job is to basically begin to weed out the things that are wrong. Yes. And the way we weed out is through prayer, but also to listen to mm. him, to begin to speak forth the things that he is calling forth us to speak forth on the earth. He said, if you can understand, you give life. to those things that are dead. And if you're not speaking in accordance to what I'm calling you to speak, then you're missing your purpose. Wow. He said, so many of my people are so caught up in their own desires that they're missing what they're really called to do. Then he says the word to me, selfish. And then he says to me to say to you guys, it ain't about you. So it's not about me. And it's not about you. It's about him. The one that whom we all say we love. the one in whom we all said we have chosen to lay our life down for. He said, the one that's in love with you, huh. meaning him. <laughs> right, right. Yes. <laughs> And he says it desires a true relationship with you. So we can't get past the door, the gate, the gate, the door, the city, or anything until we <laughs> understand who we are. That's why the first part of that verse, Pastor, says crying. She's crying. When I was studying this, the first thing he said, I need you to be in partnership with me. And so I wrote down to be in partnership with God. What does that look like, Prophet, to be in partnership with God? 
we're on the board with him. That is, when when a decision is made, he includes us like he did with Abraham. He said, shall I not hide from my friend? He literally said, shall I not hide from my friend what am I about to do? Uh, God wants us in on the decisions. In fact, he wants us in on his decisions. Yes. Now, if y'all, if y'all can think that way, that's how much God loves us. He wants mm-hmm. us in on his decisions. And Do he's God. What do you mean by that, Prophet Andre? Okay, very simply, he wants to he he wants us to voice mm-hmm. with him. Partnership is voicing with him, and then also, of course, moving in uh, in obedience to what what is his will. Amen. He said to me that we are woven in creation, meaning that wrapped up in creation. So that's what we're called to do. We are part of creation. Yeah, we play a part. Yes, all of us. Even if it's something small, we play a part. Pastor, let me add something to that that I hope these people's minds don't get blown. (laughs) Creation is waiting to hear from us. Mm. Otherwise, why would he say speak to the mountain? Okay. Why would he say, I'm trying not to laugh. Why would he say speak to the mountain? Mm. Creation is waiting to hear from us. And I'm, I'm going to be real radical here. Wherever it's desert and they say, oh, we don't get any rain, that's where we should show up and start telling the clouds, formulate rain here. <laughs> the earth is waiting to hear from us. That's wow. the way God set it up. Mm-hmm. But yet we're hearing from the earth because the earth is dictating to us based yeah. on what the things that are going on. And we're speaking out the things that we shouldn't even be speaking. And that's when he said, listen to me. Stop paying attention to the things around you and listen to me. I love how uh, Mary had a little lamb, Jesus by the snow. (laughs) We pay attention to foolish things, but we're really not paying attention. He said, you've been hearing, he showed me when he said that to me, he said, you've been hearing that for the longest, but you never stop to understand. And so, so there's some things that God's been saying, and he's been speaking to us for the longest, but we never stop to gain understanding. It's like some of you have been hearing scriptures. Sometimes you awaken at a certain time. It's, it's like God's trying to impart something in you, and you've got to take the time to stop to understand. And don't move till you gain the wisdom that he's seeking to pour into your space. He said, turn over every stone until you get it. He said to me, you have perceived to be one that has knowledge. He said, but if you're not speaking to the 
things that I've called you and created you for, then you don't have the knowledge. He said, I wouldn't even consider you to be book smart. He said, because if you are who you're supposed to, he said, everything would yield to you. So imagine you coming out, because I have roses in the front of my yard. Imagine me coming out and they just open up and say, hello, Kathy. Hello. God, we haven't gotten even anywhere on this. <laughs> what? He said we must make it a daily choice to have healthy relationships with him. Anything else before we go to four? I mean, four, you guys? Are you guys getting this now? I want to add, it seems like borders. These are all borders. And basically, the gate is an outside, the furthest end. And then go to a city, which is another border. And then inside of a city, you have a home, which has a door. And no matter where you go, wisdom is calling out and that's the way i see this whole thing this scripture actually speaking to me okay so let's go ahead and move to four to you O people i call out i raise my voice to all mankind Okay, so we have, he's really trying to get our attention because he's still crying out to us. Mm -hmm. That's number five. Okay, so five. You who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, Set your hearts on it. Did you guys hear that? And so what he's basically saying here is it's practical. It's not difficult. Prophet, anything else? Oh, no, no, ma'am. 
He said, ye foolish, be of an understanding heart. What's an understanding heart, you guys? Should I just start calling names to see if you guys know? <laughs> Is it understanding by the Spirit of God versus understanding by the flesh? Great answer. Anybody else? A heart that gives love to others. To give love to others has to know love. It has to know the love as well. Because you can't give out what you don't have. So but they can't. I agree. Right. Anybody say, else? I was saying the part is um, knowing the will of God. Very good. Let's go to six, you guys. Listen, for I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right. So I love how it says, mine says, hear. And so in this place, he's telling you to hear. So up until that point, five times, the Lord is saying he's crying out and calling out. And now he's finally saying, <laughs> do you hear me? <laughs> what things he has to say? Excellent things to say. Excellent. Then the opening of his lips should be right things. You know how we second guess him? Mm. He said, if you would stop when you're in that place where you're second guess, see if it's right. Is it excellent and right? We have the ability to look at it and determine whether or not it's excellent and right. Pastor, there's, the, there's because this is a this is based from a Hebrew mindset. There's something hidden mm -hmm. here that doesn't show up in the English. Go ahead. When you guys, whenever you read, this is so you'll carry this the rest of your life. Whenever you read, whether it's symbolic Old Testament or actuality New Testament, if there's anything that deals with 
the opening of the lips or the movement of the lips, which is in Proverbs or many times in Ecclesiastes, what it's what the writer is saying, which is our Heavenly Father, he's saying the lips are the one, the the last place the sound of truth or the sound of falsehood comes from. So when this says, and the opening of my lips shall be right things, that means the person who's the hearer understands that what's coming forth is going to be the final say-so of that person's heart. So our Heavenly Father is saying that these things that are coming from my lips are coming from my heart. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. Praise God. Now you understand why it says here and it pauses. Because he's really speaking for us to hear. And don't get into that habit to try to hear one way. Pay attention to when he's speaking and how he's speaking to you. Holy Spirit just said to me, I am calling forth for all ears to be open to me. So he's opening up each and every one of your ears that you may be able to hear clearly. Thank you, Lord. And he said, and he's going to make sure that his voice is loud. He says, so you're no longer questioning back and forth. He even said, I'm removing the influences away from you. Thank you, Lord. And then when he shows me like the influences, you know how other things will get in front of you and say something that's not God and you will listen to the other influence? Mm-hmm. And so God is showing me that he's removing. And I see how when I call removing, I see him taking these things captive. Amen. Man, prophet, I don't know. You know how something would try to run free still like you were buying something and bring it into cap- captivity? And you yes. know how something would still try to run free? I see yes. the Lord even going after that would try that thing that tries to run free. And I don't know what that is, and I'm trying to give a name of that. But it's something that would try to run free 
to continue to influence negatively. Oh my God. Uh, uh, and so I come up against all mimicking spirits. Oh, even now, in the name of Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name. And you are bound and cast in Jesus' name. Jesus. Pastor, I have a question. Of course. Because I'm glad you brought that up because what a, okay, so is this still like a mimicking spirit where they try to take the, the enemy will try to take the word and then manipulate it or twist it to confuse mm. you? Of course. Okay. It sounds like God, but it's not God. Right. <clears throat> but he's, <clears throat> excuse me, yes, but he's trying to use, he's using his words to do it. Which is correct. Okay. Sounds and like God, but not God. Right. Right. And so we have, okay, because you know how you, oh you were also oh saying don't, um, you know, like second question, second question. Now, when it comes to that, can I still, can I still ask God, you know, Lord, um, is that you or what are you saying? Can you give me clear? Could I, can I start asking questions on that level if I believe? I'm being manipulated with his word. But if he's dealing with it now, it is your responsibility not to lower it back in. No, well, I, I, I had encountered in the Holy Spirit, the reason why I was asking, because um, I had encountered something like that, and it took me a minute to get what was going on, and the Holy Spirit brought it to my attention. Okay, but he's telling you he's dealing with it now. And so in him basically saying he's dealing with it now, then you're in agreement that that spirit goes. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So it's not past. It is present that he's dealing with it. Okay. Because he said some of you have allowed this spirit to run rapid. And so that means you're not dealing with what's dealing with you. Well, the Holy Spirit even had me go back to the scripture and reread it to get the clear understanding. And that's what I did. Then I prayed God. Okay. But even now, I'm going back and saying he's dealing with everything. Because even in places we allow things to run rapid. So even in that place, I seen something as he was showing me in the spirit that even though he took all these other spirits captive, I seen something that was still running forth as if it was still having authority. And then when the Lord showed me that running forth, he then began to deal with it because I said, I don't know its name. I don't know its name. And then all of a sudden, he began to show me mimicking spirits. That will okay. stand alongside of you that will cause you to believe something. And it's not necessary God speaking, but it sounds like the Lord okay. said, and whispering spirits I, I'm dealing with even now. 
Oh, and so that is cast into dry places in Christ Jesus' name as well. Yes. Okay. Praise God. Thank you. Glory to your name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay. I have a I have a question in regards to that. Um, and I and I hope this doesn't take away, but you're, when you're referencing something like a mimicking spirit, could that also be how when things that are sown in or planted that are of Christ, and then as that grows, um, like in a garden, other things begin to grow, like a darnel seed. Could that also be in reference to that too? Which that also needs to be taken out because it's kind of trying to intertwine itself with the good. That's a prophet question. But do you understand what I'm saying, Prophet Andre? I understand, but prophet takes you to another world. Yeah, I understand. Because that's what I thought about, too, when you said mimicking spirit. I thought about, well, we also need to take care of, of a Darnell seed because that also tends to grow at the same pace, if not more rampant than other things in a garden. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say I can see application with that also. Mm-hmm. I, was take, I was taking what Pastor was saying literal, but I also know in literal there's these little branches that uh that exist out there in the real world also mm-hmm. so yes it can also have application to that or we can simply ask holy spirit are you taking care of that too in there or does that include that too father i mean because you know he sees everything mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. And he'll reveal to us. I couldn't hear anything. I thought you guys dropped off. Can you hear me still? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I think we can go a little bit further. Okay, so verse 7. <clears throat> my mouth speaks what is true, for my lips detest wickedness. You guys got that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the only comes forth. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so that means you don't need to second guess them. Mm-hmm. Because you can you can confirm the truth with the word. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But we're not confirming the, the truth with the word. So therefore we're having issues. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we're having issues because we don't study the word reverently like we're supposed to. We rely on others to give us the word when we should be one to study the word so that we can verify what we're hearing in order to be in alignment with him. 
I don't know, Prophet. What I just seen <laughs> in the okay. spirit. Okay. I seen the Lord. You know how somebody choking and the person uh-huh. patting their back to get whatever it is out out yeah. of them so that they won't be choked anymore. Uh-huh. And so I just see the Lord patting us. And I don't know what this means. I just see him patting us with the intent to stop what would cause, you know, uh, the throat uh, or whatever would cause something to stop the throat from speaking forth or whatever. What would that be? Again, I'm saying, okay, I don't understand that one. So I'm looking for a name of a spirit or whatever, whatever, because I, I, I don't know why he showed me that. He's showing the hindrances in, in his people. When we, that's a hindrance. Now, what the name of it is, that, that's a good question. But it's a hindrance. <laughs> in fact, it's been choking us. I mean, in general, it's been choking us over the simple things of God. You guys get that, right? It's like yeah. you're choking and you're trying to get something out, but you're choking. You can't get it out. It's like it's stopping you from speaking it. It's literally choking you to where you're so focused on, you know, choking that you can't even begin to speak it. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Been there. <laughs> wow. Prophet, what is that? Okay. <laughs> You're asking me? <laughs> yeah, because he showed me now. I'm still trying to get understanding. Like, why would you show me that? Like a person choking. Hold on. I'm still trying to get it, you guys. But then he even shows me, like, you know how you have this choking, and then after you choke, you, like, feel like a wheezing after, you know? Then he shows me that afterwards. And so that means that person really was choking really bad to whereby, you know, how you're trying to catch your breath after the fact, you know, Mm -hmm. having them done choking, and then all of a sudden you're in that place where you're trying to catch your breath. Give me a second. I got to look up something. He told me to look up something. Give me a second.
Okay, I'm sorry I took so long, but I come up against muzzling spirits. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> He's like, then he showed me my hand over my mouth, even as I'm choking. And then he said, what are you doing with your hand over your mouth? And then I said, it, it seeks to muzzle me. It seeks to stop me from speaking. And then he said, do you not see? He said, okay. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So, Pat, is, get that that <laughs> is that the same as, you know, the, you, you hear a word and it almost to, to the point where it's making you gag, where you're literally gagging, like if the word was stuck in your throat? He showed me that. He showed me that to where okay. you're trying, you're trying to speak, but you just can't get it out. I had it. Um, I don't know if I should share this, Lord. I had a similar experience to whereby I was visiting a client, and it was a big corporate meeting that I was at this big company, and all of a sudden I was talking and I began to choke. And you already know with the pandemic, everybody was scared to be in the room with me. <laughs> and so <laughs> even though I had the wisdom to speak, I couldn't get it out, okay? And then I went to the restroom to try to get it out and uh, get stopped choking, but my I, I just kept gagging and I just couldn't get out what I was. We end up, you know, somebody else ends up speaking for me, but it wasn't the things that I needed to speak. But uh, from that point on, everybody was in the room. They were freaked out because they thought I was sick with something, okay, if that makes sense. So it shut me down completely. Okay, let's. Keep going. So hopefully that helps, Ben. Yes, thank you. Okay, back, Precious. Verse 8. All the words of my mouth are just. None of them is crooked or perverse. I'm sure you guys shouldn't have any questions on that. Okay, let's get going. To the discerning, all of them are right. They are upright to those who have found knowledge. I love the part it says, to the discerning. Prophet, mm. why did he say to the discerning? Because, because in life, there's so many things that come at us and after us. And if we are equipped with uh, the wisdom by having our relationship built with our Heavenly Father, then we would be able to discern right away because we have been in the presence of, with our Heavenly Father so much that uh, it's like automatic. We can just discern pieces. In fact, we could discern before it actually happens. That's, that's how much God wants us to be in uh, communion and uh, with Him to where He literally... Uh, when we leave his presence to go do our daily whatever, 
that we could actually discern our day, literally. Our jobs is to confront that disorder and that injustice. Mm. Yes. Let's keep going. Choose my instruction instead of silver. Knowledge rather than choice gold. You guys get that, right? Yes. Yes. Because a lot of times we look at resource and all the other things that, you know, the world offers. But, you know, having a healthy life, you know, not only a healthy life, but being in a place that you're not challenged by things around you. That's more priceless than to have, you know, $20 mm -hmm. in your pocket. Mm -hmm. That you're not worried about tomorrow. Okay, let's go further. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. You guys okay there? Yeah. Still yeah. okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's keep going. I, wisdom dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. You guys got that? Um, I wisdom dwell with prudence. I guess, I guess I used to always call wisdom and prudence the same thing. Why is it separating it? Prophet, why is it a separation? Wisdom itself um, speaks to the release of precious jewels or precious knowledge from, from our Heavenly Father. Prudence is the ability to know where to place that prize at any given time. So the wisdom will be with the prudence it's an application, but wisdom by itself can stand. But here, God is showing that, or showing us in the Word, that wisdom with the proper application will work things out. That's where that's so. That's where the separation is. Wisdom stands on its own, but the prudence or the ability to know where to apply it. Okay. 
and how it is uh, to be applied is why this verse is written that way. Mm, got it. I think there is a scripture that just popped in my mind about wisdom from James that talks about like wisdom is gentle and something else, something like that. But that popped in my mind. Um, but okay, that helps. Okay, let's keep going. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse speech. I don't think we need anything on that one. Counsel and oh, counsel and sound judgment are mine. I have insight. I have power. I'm sure you guys don't need anything on that because you guys here he he's describing himself. Keep going. By me, kings reign and rulers issue decrees that are just. Keep going. By me, princes govern and nobles all who rule on earth. You guys okay still? Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep going, Precious. I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. Can we talk about the I love them that love me? Yeah. Prophet, why does he love people that love him? Well, I was going to ask the question similar to what was just said. I was going to ask, why is it all the way down this far in the scripture? Why doesn't he say that in the earlier parts? I don't think we would have been receiving of it at that point. Well, let me give you a transition. Uh, When you get to uh, verse 12, 12 is separated transitionally wise from the other thoughts that we were sharing. Then it changes again when he goes into counsel is mine. So what I'm saying is before we get to I love them that love me, those that seek me early shall find me. He had to set it up in order for them to know that I love them. 
So what he did was he said, verse 12, I wisdom dwell with prudence. See, he, he built love, and it's not love like we think of, by the way. It's, this is a sad translation there. But when it says, I love them, um, try the word commune. So he's been building up to I commune with them that love me and those that seek me in that communion early wow. shall discover who I really am. Wow. That makes so much more sense now. All right. That's why we go take the scriptures really slow and allow Holy Spirit to help us. Can we keep going, you guys? Mm-hmm. With me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. Let's keep going. My fruit is better than fine gold. What I yield surpasses choice silver. So he's saying what he's speaking to us is greater than anything you can ever imagine. Let's keep going. I walk in the way. But if you notice, mm-hmm. but if you notice, he re, this is he's repeating that. So he said that to us before. So he's coming back and he's saying it again, but he's saying it in a different way. So it's like if you didn't get it that way, then I'm gonna say it to you this way. Keep going. I walk in the way of righteousness along the paths of justice. Keep going. Bestowing a rich inheritance on those who love me and making their treasures full. Treasures. Robert, what's your treasures? Okay, those are not, even though here it's a dual meaning, if it were not a dual, dual meaning, meaning both natural and spiritual, when I say dual. Here he's referring to rewards that are automatically built automatically built in to relationship with him. It's automatic. We don't have to pray for it, lay hands, decree, declare, prophesy, don't have to do anything. 
he has it built in because that's just the way he is. In fact, verse 20, when he says, I lead in the way of righteousness, that right, that word righteousness there means relationship. So because of the relationship we have developed, then you will, that's why it says call in the King James, cause those that love me to inherit substance. It's, it's caused because of relationship. There's just things that we don't have to pray for is what he's saying. Oh. It's automatic. It's like stepping into, step inside of God, and then you look around, you go, wow. <laughs> and that's what he's doing. He's doing a wow here. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lord was telling me today that everything that I need will flow through the intimate communion that I have with him. Exactly right. Praise God. And intimate communion is known as righteousness. Mm-hmm. Regina, you mm. still there for us? Regina, did you, are you still there? I'm here. Okay, just making sure. I heard you go to sleep. Somebody went to sleep earlier. I'm just making sure you're with us. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. And you're getting this, right? Yes. Praise God. Let's continue to read, you guys. Verse 22. The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works. That's okay with that, right? No. Um, can we get a little bit more understanding? And sorry, I didn't finish reading it. The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works before his deeds of old. Prophet, what is that? Okay. For those who uh, are learning to be students, the, the create what we call the creation story or the creation record is not located in one book of our Bible. It's in at least 10 different books in the Bible, oh. creation. And Proverbs oh, is one of them. Psalms is one of them. Job is one of them. Isaiah is one of them. Book of Revelation is one of them. The epistles of John 1, 2, and 3. So God didn't put creation in Genesis. It's in many books. You're getting ready to read another viewpoint of the creation story that you will not see in Genesis. But here's another aspect of it. 
Creation is a whole lot bigger than Genesis. It's even in the psalm. David sung about what God did. Job uh, rehearsed what God did. And those two were not there. Solomon is writing by the spirit of uh, the spirit of God here. He's showing how there was we 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 have been instructed that Jesus is creator. He is. He is creator. He is he is that person. And the Holy Spirit heard the word and then brought it forth or manifested it. That is true. But God is a family structure God. So I'm not going to say he had help, but he had assistance in creation. Jesus is still God, and he still did the orderly thing. But Proverbs is showing us another aspect of creation. And that's what we're seeing here. God wove the idea of righteousness or relationship with man, and now he's bringing what what he did in creation, another aspect of creation, not just the Genesis record. That's what we're beginning to see here. Again, he wants us to stop and see what he's doing and what he's saying. Because creation is like like 300 billion times bigger than what Genesis says, a whole lot bigger. Prophet, could you define what you mean by creation? That would give me a bit of thing. Well, it's not, you see, you mean what I mean by creation or what God means by creation? In you're trying to explain, so that way, it can get a better understanding of what, in terms of creation, you're talking about. Uh, only what what the Bible says. I'm nothing. I'm not going in, anywhere near or outside of what the framework of what he says. Um, Hebrews says that uh, the worlds were framed by the words that came forth out of Christ Jesus. All right, that's Hebrews. All right, when. The Bible is saying creation, it means that God is is the dream of our Heavenly Father that was manifested into what we call stellar space or interstellar space. And out of all that, we have this, our planetary system, our solar system. So when you're saying creation, that's why I asked you, do you mean what God says about it? Because what he's saying about it, it you would you wouldn't believe me. Because it's a, it's God's dream. He pulled the Holy Spirit pulled the dream of creation or of bringing forth a man creature or a similar creature like God. Now not God, but like God in the sense of because God is a person who's family oriented. So we are a living dream of our Heavenly Father. The Holy Spirit hovered over a planet that was frozen and then began to incubate it, heated it up, infrared, melted the ice, and used material 
that was already there and recreated this planet. Wow. All right. Mm -hmm. But we're not talking Genesis. I'm just giving you that Genesis, the creation or recreation story is much bigger than one book. So I'm not going to get off top. Go go ahead. Okay. um, Sorry to cut you out. I was thinking, okay, so you know when we accept Christ, how he says we become new, a new creature. Yeah. So being that, because we're not specifically talking about um, like creation as like in Genesis, because you said this is totally something separate, right? Right, right. The cre- okay, the so. New, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So, yeah, so when we accept Christ and we become this new creature, is that what he's talking about in this sense? Well, the new, the being born again is that, because see right now, without being born again, we are dead. Literally, there's no, there, there, (laughs) we're just soul and body. Okay. Spirit is dead. No relationship with God, separate from God, if if you will. Born again, new spirit, new man, a new creature, a son. Okay. All that is what comes into play. Okay. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But I don't want to get off topic. I was just giving you guys that creation is a whole lot bigger. And this portion of Proverbs is giving us more of what God brought into play as far as the what we would call the creation or recreation story. That was the part I wanted to bring out. I didn't want to go into the depth of what what about God's dream and everything because that would lose a lot of people because they they, they don't study. And I don't want to do he that said to you the guys. Story, uh-huh. He said the story does not stand alone, but it has many facets to it. And so keeping that in mind, so even when you're watching things develop, you can't sit back and say, oh, this is the only place that this developing. Oh, wow. He said the best way to look at that is to look at, you know, the various different uh, states when you begin, uh, country, when you begin to look at COVID. It's developing over here. It's developing over there. It's over here. Oh, <laughs> if you understand. He said, really look at, it's not one place and and i think that's where we've gotten locked into oh uh in the book of job it's only where he's speaking but god is basically saying even now i'm opening your eyes that wisdom may flow from you and he says and that you're not boxing yourself in to whereby you're just looking at one particular thing and focusing on that one thing. You're not boxing yourself in. And so he's able to pour more into you when you don't lock yourself into certain things. It's just like, uh, God, the prayer of Jabez. Jabez asked him to broaden his uh, his territory 
to increase his range so that he has a better span of things to begin to flow. Better yet, he said, what, that there's no limitations. Like in certain places, we are limited. We only have certain things we are have accessibility to. But when you ask that his, your understanding and your span be increased, that means you're open up much further. Robert, did that make sense? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Okay. Yes, it does. It gave in pieces. He gave it to me in pieces. Okay. Yes, yes. We have to get it that way. We do. Pieces by pieces yeah. by pieces. Yeah. Okay, so let's go a little bit further. Oh, we're at 10, so let's go a little bit further, and then I'll say you guys can follow up the rest because the last part is just a repeat from the beginning. So hopefully you guys see that. Verse 23, I was formed long ages ago at the very beginning when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water. Before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth. Before he made the world or its fields or any of the dust of the earth. I was there when he set the heavens in place. When he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep. When he established the clouds above and fixed securely the fountains of the deep. When he gave the sea its boundary, so the waters would not overstep his command, and when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world and delighting in mankind. Now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, watching at my doorway. For those who find me find life and receive favor from the Lord. But those who fail to find me harm themselves all who hate me love death. So if you notice, he took you right back to the doors. He took you right back to being in harmony with him and the importance of really being in harmony with him. Questions before we close? I would recommend that each one of you go back and read the scripture a little bit more. As you read it in the spirit, it'll open up even more to you and cause you to see it from uh, even a greater point. And he makes it personal to you even as he speaks to you about this scripture. And so with that, 
Precious, can you close us out in prayer? Father, we just thank you even now that your word is truth. We thank you, Lord, that our ears are open to listen, that our eyes are open to see your truth. And Father, that we will speak forth what you give to us. I ask Christ all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Pastor Kathy. Good night. Wait, wait, wait. Prophet and Pastor Kathy, can you guys let me know? If God is building top quality faith in your life through this ministry, we pray that you will partner with us by giving. You can visit our website, tqfm.org. Also, remember to subscribe for more messages like this. Thank you.